Hello everyone, welcome to a very special episode of the Slot Shop Podcast. My name's Mike, your host. You can follow me at Twitter at SlotShopPod, or you can email me at SlotShopPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I tried recording along with the lottery, but I'm not going to lie. It was some boring, boring radio or podcast, whatever you want to call it, to listen to, because... They're, you know, dragging out on TV, and I'm just sitting here like a goon waiting for him to flip over the cards. Let's get to what we need to know here at 8.45. For the Sabres' interest, they are drafting seventh. They pushed, they were pushed back two spots because Chicago and the Rangers leapfrogged the Sabres, and they're in the top three. The third team in the top three is New Jersey Devil. We have not seen the order yet, so I will keep that on in the background um, and update you as it happens. So, we're talking some of the coach search. Scott, forgive me if I'm pronouncing his last name wrong. Uh, Scott McKellen. Um, uh, former Edmonton coach is a candidate. Oh, they're revealing the top three. So, third pick. Like I said, this is going to be a little boring because he's rambling on. Flip the card. Chicago drafting third. Okay, not going first. I think people are still a little mad if you were one of the teams in the top three. You probably have the right to be, but they're not winning the lottery. All right, let's see. This is going to show the winner. Drafting one, and most likely Jack Hughes. Like I said, just dead silence. New Jersey Devils. So here they are with their second lottery win, I want to say, in two, maybe three years. Um, they got Nolan Patrick a couple years back. Was it Nolan Patrick? Or am I thinking of the Flyers? I don't recall exactly. Um, dang, that's rough because the Sabres were only like two points ahead of New Jersey going into those last two games. And I was hoping we could have got to that spot. That could have been us. Oh, well, easy come, easy go. I count my blessings with winning uh, the lottery last year with Darlene because you got Darlene and Eichel, two cornerstone pieces to build your franchise along, around. However, the franchise, as we saw, is uh, far from being built. So we have a coaching vacancy. Scott McKellen. Or Mc... Layla. Oh, Jesus. You know who I'm talking about. Put a Twitter poll out there. Got some interaction with uh, some fans and uh, Sabres fans and maybe listeners or at least followers of my podcast on Twitter. Basically, long and short is, would you like this hire? Yes or no? Um, let me double check the updated statistics because it could have changed since I was looking at it earlier. All right, 94 votes. 66% yes. 34% no. I voted no. And uh, I know a couple other people's voted no. So I voted no because... I look at Edmonton, and I don't know if that's exactly a model of success. Um, Brad, I mentioned him on the podcast before. He said no, but he felt a yes, too. Um, I agreed with him. I want a more successful coach, but I could be talked into liking this hire if they do make it. I know he was also in talks with the Kings. Lottery's over. There's only a two-spot difference between the Kings and the Sabres. Maybe that's not enough to sway him to go to one team or another as opposed to you know him waiting for the lottery. If the Sabres won, maybe that would have been his choice. If the Kings won, maybe that's where he would have went. Now it's anyone's guess. 
Um, so that can be talked into liking this hire. I, I do like the fact that another team covets him. Uh, Buffalo Buddha is confused. I thought he was confused by my question. He clarified he's confused if he's a good choice for us. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand. Ed Edmonton wasn't exactly great under him. But a fan, or at least someone following the, the poll, Robert Boyer, um, oh, sorry for saying your full name, but it's out there on Twitter, he, br he brought up that I don't think you should judge anyone from Edmonton for their shortcomings based on the movements of their GM or former GM. Uh, completely messed them up. He urges people to read the Athletic article on him. I unfortunately did not subscribe to the Athletic so I cannot read that and summarize it. But yeah, there's no secret that that GM set that team back quite a bit. I mean, they made the playoffs in Connor McDavid's second year, and then they took big steps backwards. The Lucic deal looks awful. Um, some of the trades he made, Taylor Hall to New Jersey, and New Jersey's won their second lottery. They're probably going to be good. They're going to be a team that wins the lottery then goes to the playoffs again. We couldn't do that. Sorry, a little bitter. Anyways, Ranting Ron says no freaking way. So there's some split between the fans. It's about, a, you know, two-thirds to one-third, but I think the one-third that doesn't like it is definitely the more vocal. I had no Twitter response to saying this is a great idea. I know I've been hearing that on the radio, on WGR, and seeing it on Twitter um, from other accounts but no one's in, no Sabres fan is being like, yes, yes, yes. So that's part one of the rebuild, the ongoing rebuild for the Sabres, getting a coach. The other thing I want to look at is um, who, who do you want to be on the Sabres next year? It's no secret. We had a seven-game losing streak followed by an eight-game losing streak. Now, it's hard to play this uh, NHL bingo, bingo board right now because the playoffs are still going on. You don't know who's going to sign where. You know, maybe maybe Duchesne has success with Columbus and decides to stay there. But I spent a day uh, going over the... Um, going over the roster on uh, Spot Track. And the projected cap space was $29.265 million and some change. Uh, so $29.2 million, basically, is your projected cap space. They said earlier on the radio when I was listening about $25 million. I'm not sure why there's a discrepancy in these numbers. Um, but may maybe it's because their spot, spot track's got an anticipated cap with maybe projections going up. Not sure um, as to why there's a discrepancy, but we'll operate under even $25 million. So, under contract savers for 2019-2020. Eichel, Oposo, Risto, Pogosian, Scandella, Reinhardt, Montour, Hutton, Saboka, Hunwick, Wilson, Dalina, Middlestat, Thompson, Nelson. RFAs, Larson, Gergensons, Rodriguez, McCabe, Allmark. And... We all know that Skinner Watch is happening. I have him as a possible addition. I've got the cat pits here. I won't bore you with all the details. Basically, we all know Eichel's our most expensive one at $10 million. And then after him is Oposo, 
and um, Bogosian. And they're at about $6 million each. Now, if we get Jeff Skinner, he's going to be the second highest paid Sabre, or maybe even equal with Heichel. I don't know. They they missed their boat to really get him to a favorable contract, in my opinion. Um, they should have struck when it was hot in November or December. Instead, now Jeff Skinner's looking at this team who fired their coach, and I know at the locker cleanout, he said he's this has no effect on how he views the future, but he's not... He hasn't committed yet. So until he is signed the contract, I'm going to be worried that he's uh, he's not coming back. So, who do I want of the Sabres that are still under contract? Well, I want Eichel, of course. I'm going to get some flack for this, especially because I ran a poll a while back about who would you buy out. Kyle Poso. I want Kyle Poso back. Not because I think he is great it's because i don't want to deal with that cap hit i was messing around with the buyouts he'd be on our books well into the next decade i don't want to deal with that we had to deal with uh like we have Erhoff and hot still on our uh books granted those were uh those um guilt-free buyouts whatever you want to call them um where they didn't have to count against the cap but I think Opozo would be on the books for almost eight years if we if we bought him out now. So keep him. I'm willing to keep Bogosian. He's got one year left on his deal. If you could trade him, sure. But I don't want to buy him out. I do not want to buy out any one-year deals. I'd rather that they just be put somewhere in the uh, e- EHL like Olsen, or um, Matt Molson was, wherever the heck he ended up going. Um... Scandella again falls under that category. I know 4.75 mil is quite a bit, but he's got one year left. Reinhardt, I want to keep and maybe even start working towards an extension with him. Montour, you traded for him. Obviously, he's going to be back. Um, Hutton, he's got two years remaining. Saboka, as much as I do not like him as a player, he'd be another one where I'm just like, send him to. Siberia, loan him to a different league, whatever. He can be on the books for $3 million. It's fine. Hunwick, he can stay, whatever. If you want to buy him out, like, I, I don't know. You really want 1.75 on your books spread out for whatever the minimum years is on a buyout, whatever. Like, he can be around. He could be that seventh defenseman or send him down to Rochester. Scott Wilson... I'm on. I, originally, I had him as a keep. I don't know. I think he's under contract. Yeah, he is under contract. So, okay, he could be your extra skater. Darlene Middlestat, of course. Thompson Nelson. I've changed my mind on Thompson. He can if he if it's possible for him to start in Rochester. I think that's the best. We'll see what happens with his playoff run in the Amherst. He's been tearing it up in the AHL. Um, Maybe he's better suited for the AHL. He might be one of those players who's just too good for the AHL, but not good enough for the NHL. We'll see. You know, training camp is in August or September, and we'll see what that brings for him. He'll be at development camp more than likely since he's um, an Amherst. So we'll see what happens with him. The RFAs, I do not want Larson and Gergensen back anymore. Rodriguez, yes. I think he would make a great third-line winger or fourth-line center. He's kind of played everywhere in any role you asked him to this year, and he's had some success. Um, McCabe, 
before the Montour trade, I think McCabe was your second best defenseman behind Darlene. So yes, I'd like him back. And I know that that contract's going to be a little bit more than it was last time around. But he's good. He's got passion. He's what Ristolainen probably should be. And if you noticed, I didn't say Ristolainen. Um, we'll get into that in a second. And Skinner. I want Jeff Skinner back. I don't think there's a Sabres fan in the world who probably doesn't want it. Um, so I'm anticipating that the Skinner contract would be $9.5 million at this point. At its at its high end. eight point five at its low end. I mean, we do offer we could offer him that eighth year, which he can't get from any other team. That's an extra eight and a half to nine and a half million. And the cap always goes up, so I'm not too worried about giving him that contract. Um especially since a lot of these contracts like Saboka, Hunwick, Bogosian, Scandella, those are gone next year. I'm if I gotta be uncomfortable for a year in the cap to like Secure Jeff Skinner, and then I'm not worried when Darlene and Middlestat's contracts come up. That's fine with me. Um, so, Rodriguez, McCabe, Allmark, extend him, uh, even though he's had a very uh, hard, hard uh, second half of the year. So, I let's talk about some other possible additions out there. There's Matt Duchesne, I mentioned him earlier. His last cap hit was $6 million. His new contract, I'm anticipating, to be eight to nine million. I think you can still get Skinner and Duchesne. We didn't win the lottery, so I'm all in on this idea now. We didn't win it. We're not going to get an impact center right away. Middle stats not ready for second line center. So if you can't spin Ristolainen for a second line center, go after Matt Duchesne. Yeah, you're gonna spend a lot. You're probably gonna give him a max deal. But you traded away Ryan O'Reilly when you probably didn't, probably wasn't the best choice. You need to replace that. If you're not comfortable with going for the top guy center on the line, there's Kevin Hayes. He's making 5.175. If he doesn't resign with, I think he got traded to Winnipeg, I'm anticipating his to be somewhere between 7 and 8. Uh, Ryan Zingel. He's probably going to be looking for seven to eight million dollars. He's only making one point eight million now, but this is going to be his first big contract. Um, there's a couple wingers, older wingers that could be your depth guys if your Rochester guys aren't ready. Guys like Thomas Vanek, I mean, Pommaville, maybe if you want to bring him back, as long as it's not at the current contract he's making. Um, I mean. But Pominville probably isn't going to have anywhere near the production that he had this year if he's away from Michael for extended periods of time. So RFAs uh, for 2019 from other teams. I'm all about either, you know, offer sheeting. If you, First round offer sheet for Brayton Point, uh, Brayton Point, why not? We got two this year. I'd forfeit two other additional first round picks if I was getting that player. You're going to have to sign him to a deal similar to Eichel's, but if you're not getting Duchesne, or if you lose Skinner, you better do something. So why not? Why not do that? He's a 100-point player. He's he's, I don't know if I want to say he's better than Eichel, but he's on a better team than Eichel. Maybe that's why he's racking up the more points than Eichel does. Um, but go ahead. Why not? Um, and I can't read what I wrote. Sorry. 
Um, so other people that I'd like to bring up. Um, oh, I got one more note from a uh, second line center possibility. If you're looking for someone just to transition, Jason Spezza. I know he's old. He's probably not going to want a whole lot, or at least not going to think he can get a whole lot. If you want to sign him to a one, two year deal or something like that, he could be that transitional guy while Middlestat works the third line. Maybe. Let me know what you think at slotshot podcast uh, at slotshot podcast at gmail.com or tweet at me at slotshot pod. Also, let me know uh, let me know what sabers are must keeps for you, and what you envision the opening day roster looking like. So I do have that exercise as well. I got a lot of free time or downtime at one of my uh, occupations. So here's my ideal 2019-2020 sabers. Um, keep in mind, some of these players do not um, play for the team currently. Eichel, down the center. Skinner, left wing. Reinhardt, right wing. Um, Duchesne, or Point, whoever you get. Um, center on the second line. Olofsson on your left wing there. And um, I want to see Alex Nylander up there. I have him on my original sketch here in the fourth line, but I think he showed me enough where I would at least give him the opportunity um, to give it a, a look there, unless you get something better in a trade for Rister Linen. Um, and, uh, I mean, on my projected chart, I don't know where Risto would go. There's the Nugent Hopkins, Hopkins rumors, um, but I, I don't know if they're real. There's the rumors with Tampa. Maybe you're getting someone from Tampa, and you can plug him in on the right wing instead of uh, Nylander, and Nylander plays a third or fourth line role. My third line is middle stat. Shiri on the left, Oposo on the right. During the win streak, they had a, a chemistry towards it. I mean, this isn't set in stone. A lot has changed uh, since I originally did this. Like, for example, we didn't have the seven, then eight-game losing streak. Um... Center here for uh, fourth line. I want Rodriguez. CJ Smith on the left. And insert whoever you want here on the right wing. Thompson, um, Wilson, Saboka, I don't know. Like That can just be the extra guy who rotates in. The defense pairings, I want Montour and Darlene together. I want Pilot and McCabe, and then Bogosian and Scandella. Hunwick can be the extra. And then the goalies, Allmark Hutton. Now, like I said, a lot can change. We still have the draft now. Um, I don't know what we're going to get, but I'm not going to expect him to be on the Sabres to start the year. Middlestat was drafted at 8, wasn't on the Sabres until the end of the year. Um, that draft year. We're still waiting for Nylander to really be on the Sabres. He was drafted at 8. Um, I just don't see him, whoever we are drafting, I don't see them being in that role. I don't think is going to want to make the same mistake and rush a kid's development like he did Middlestat. Middlestat was not ready to for the second line role. I realize that probably wasn't the plan. Berglund and Saboka's uh, awfulness kind of um, derailed that plan. I think they're going to be aggressive in the trade market or maybe free agency to get a second-line center. 
I mean, in my projections, I have Duchesne. I have nothing to indicate that they're even interested in that, except for maybe the rumors that they were looking to trade for him from Ottawa at the trade deadline. But th- those are, could only be rumors. I don't know. Let me know your ideal like depth chart. Who do you want the Sabres to go for? Is there a Risto trade or the Gojan or Scandella trade that you think would be um, best suited? Like, Do you think it's realistic? Send me what your thoughts are on, on that. Uh, I just want to double back again to defend myself with the Oposo. Keeping Oposo. Not because I just don't want the cap hit. I think there's opportunities to unload him with the expansion draft with Seattle in the next couple years. Um, That way you can get the contract off the books and really have no penalty towards you. And you know what? Oposo, like it or not, was like your fifth or sixth leading scorer this uh scorer this season so (laughs) i'm not willing to just get rid of that because it's a bad contract yes it's a bad bad contract but he's got value to this team still it's not what he it's not his value is not matched up to the contract's value but until you get something better where it is a feasible thing to trade him buy him out i would be open to trading him more than buying him out um, but until you have a better replacement down the line, you got to keep him on that roster. Just because he's got a bad, bad contract doesn't mean you should just dump him. All right, well, thanks for listening. Um, I'll probably do this a couple times throughout the summer. I know the Amherks are in the playoffs. I don't know how I'm going to watch them, but I'm going to try and find a way. Um, I'll probably be watching the NHL playoffs I don't know how regular because I'm working multiple jobs and there's West Coast hockey, which is just so hard to stay awake for sometimes. Um, But I will be watching some of the playoffs. Um, I did a bracket challenge and I've got the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning playing the Nashville Predators in the finals and Tampa winning. Um... I don't know. I I don't know how I feel on my bracket challenge. I picked the Capitals also to beat the Penguins in the second round, and that's only ever happened once. So we'll see. That might just be my dislike for the Penguins. Um, but yeah, you know, if you got a bracket challenge, tweet it at me too before the playoffs start tomorrow. I didn't go fancy and say how many games I thought it was going to be. I just did the bracket challenge, found myself someone else who's doing it, uh, she's yet to submit her teams, but we're doing $5 a bracket. So hopefully my brackets don't get busted early and I can make a little a little something on the Stanley Cup playoff action. So I'll, I'll be doing this again. Um, definitely when free agency is going on. Definitely after the draft. Maybe look for an episode when development camp happens in the uh, summer. And uh, we'll see about getting down to training camp. Might be a little difficult. Uh, for me but hey i will try my best and get down there let you know what i've what i saw what i think let me know what you see and what you think again you can tweet at me at slot shot pod or email me at slot shot podcast at gmail.com also go ahead and subscribe on itunes so you can get these episodes since they're not in any kind of um projected routine sequence they're just gonna appear you can uh, subscribe on itunes I also post them through Podbean and um, 
Podbean and SoundCloud. If you're following the Twitter, you'll see those links. I do tweet those out. But best way to know when I'm doing this is iTunes. So go ahead and subscribe there. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a good night.